Hi everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of MBA Talks, a short conversation with MBA students and alumni around the world. I'm Joyce, I'll be your host for today. Product management is a field that is becoming more popular for MBA graduates. What does a product manager do and what skills do you learn in the MBA to become product manager? We'll find out during our conversation with Alfredo, product manager at Bo, a digital banking app based in London. So Alfredo, thanks for coming here. Uh, thanks for inviting me to the to the show. This is thank you. I, I must admit, this is the <laughs> first time in my life that I'm doing a podcast, so oh, I, I, can, I cannot guarantee the end result. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, why don't we start off with a bit of introduction uh, about yourself? Yep. Um, so as just as as Joyce was saying, uh, I currently work at Bo as a product manager for the data analytics team. And before this, I uh, kind of did a little bit of everything. I worked. Uh, NASCAR for a while back in Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, then I moved into management consulting, there I then uh, worked for Amazon in the vendor management side of things, mm. decided to do an MBA, moved to London, uh, moved to LBS, and then during the MBA worked for a couple of startups and I ended up here, so it's awesome. a very, very diverse background, yeah. I, would, I would say. And you are originally from Mexico, right? Yeah, from Mexico City, okay. born and raised. So, um, when you were working at Amazon, why did you want to pursue an MBA at that point? I think for me, <clears throat> it was, I would say, a couple of motives. Uh, first of all, it was uh, an opportunity for me to relocate uh, internationally. So, mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to, to try uh, living abroad. Uh, I kind of experienced something of that during my consulting years. Yeah. So, I, I live here and there uh, mm-hmm. for different projects. I spent four or five months in Brazil, four or five months here in London, Mm. moved to Guatemala, to Colombia. So I knew I wanted to kind of have this international kind of uh, experience, Experience, but more in a settled way rather than being in a nomad uh, format. Uh, So that was one uh, of the reasons. And I kind of of, uh, investigated different options and probably doing a a master's program seemed like the best, uh, Mm -hmm. the best option or the easiest way to kind of relocate internationally so that was one of the the motives and the second one is that um, even though the outcome hasn't been that yet Mm -hmm. I wanted to try entrepreneurship and to Mm -hmm. try kind of launching my business and uh, or or, or joining a very early startup yeah and at least in my eyes uh, and my thinking process at the time it was that the MBA could be like an insurance policy for me in a way (laughs) yeah I think it's it's very selfish to think it that way but I, I think it is that yeah no I mean it, it, it's kind of a a seal of approval in a way that if you try something that it's outside of the norm outside of the conventional mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't work out yeah, you, you can, can always still. you can always go back to the conventional and say exactly. like okay at least I know what I was doing I know that I, I, I proven myself that I'm uh, smart ish and that I'm kind of capable enough to be yeah. completing this program therefore exactly. I kind of I kind of have the opportunity to go back to the yep. regular, more uh, office-oriented kind of work. Totally. So. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, like MBA entrepreneurs out there would would agree with that. I think, you know, there is um, an opportunity that you try something new, but, you know, you can always go back into whatever you were doing before, yeah, so whatever that... you want to do. Um, cool. So now you're a product manager. Could you yes. talk a bit about your responsibilities as a product manager? Yes, of course. 
So um, for this particular uh, work that I'm doing with Bo, I'm working, as I said, for the data analytics team. Mm -hmm. And within data analytics, I'm uh, responsible for the marketing analytics tools. Mm. So in the world of product managers, I fall more on the internal product manager side. Okay. So I don't work for anything that is customer facing. Customer facing. But I okay. work for all the tools that are being used internally ah, for, um, for managing the company, managing the, the business, and in this case, yeah. um, improving our marketing performance. Right, right. Um, so the main tools that I'm working at the moment is, uh, for instance, we are um, implementing an attribution engine for uh, measuring all the marketing mm -hmm. uh, campaigns that we do and how that connects with uh, onboarding customers, activating cards, yes. the, getting installed for the app and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so working on that and I work in some other things like for instance, uh, working with Salesforce to do our uh, email marketing uh, oh, really? engine yeah. up and running. The thing about the, the stage of where Bo is at the moment, a lot of it is more of uh, setting the basis and kind of setting the foundations for everything to work. Mm -hmm. So I think compared to other companies where something would be more of a internal one project that it's very specific to one thing that wants uh, the company wants to improve mm -hmm. and i think for for me nowadays is more of a three or four simultaneous projects that need to be uh, running in parallel mm -hmm. because we need to set up the foundations for things like sending an email sending sms messages uh, being able to track our marketing campaigns mm -hmm. uh, being able to collect data from our from our customers mm -hmm. and that sort of thing i see okay wow that's um, that seems like a lot of different stuff, but seems really cool. So could you um, tell us three main skills that um, you think would be needed as a product manager? Three skills. You need to have uh, people skills. I yeah. think that's important. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to probably tell you a little bit more about each one. Mm -hmm. I think you need to have, uh, I would say, multitasking skills, but most like in a broader sense I think you need to be a good project manager mm. which I think is important as well yeah and creativity as well and I would say creativity slash problem solving um, okay so the first one I think people skills is mainly because you are driving projects and outcomes that you don't really you don't have direct reports in this process yeah right so I need to work with the marketing team, I need to work mm. with people from analytics, from engineering, but none of them report to me. Yeah. Therefore, I need to be really good at convincing yeah. them that whatever I'm trying to achieve is actually the best outcome for them. Mm -hmm. And that they need to dedicate time uh, of their already super busy schedules to mm -hmm. kind of work on my project. Yeah. There's conflict naturally, so you need to be able to kind of mm -hmm. mediate the whole thing, mm -hmm. tight deadlines, people get mm -hmm. stressed, people get anxious, so mm -hmm. you need to be able to cope with all of that. Mm -hmm. In terms of the, what was the second one? Um, you said pro project management skills. Uh, yeah, project management skills. Mm -hmm. It's super important, especially when you're doing um, things that are running in parallel, that you are able to track all the, the kind of the dependencies, the deliverables, the deadlines, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you need to deliver something, right? Yeah. And if you don't keep track of all the things that need to be uh, moving at the same pace, at the same mm -hmm. speed, at the same time, yeah. it's really difficult uh, to actually be able to deliver on time. Right. So I think having a minimum mm -hmm. base of skill set around project project management is important. Mm -hmm. And the third one about creativity and kind of... Uh, like think outside of the box. Yeah, solving yeah. problems creatively, which uh, 
I think it's super important because with a lot of these problems, you're going to be facing things that probably no one in the company has solved before. And therefore, you cannot rely on asking someone how to do it. Yeah. And I think that's a tricky part of it. Like you're facing some of the problems that we're facing it for the first time. Like for okay. instance, with this kind of thing, like, oh, we need to understand which marketing campaigns um, are driving the customers that do the most transactions in, during their first week of, mm -hmm. of being onboarded. How do you solve that? Like you, you, you either need to rely on your external network of people to kind of guide you through the whole yeah. process mm -hmm. and being creative about how you go about solving it. Because right. there, there are multiple answers for the same, uh, yeah. for, the, from this, for the same problem and for the same question. Okay, I see. And so what did you learn in the MBA? And maybe you can talk about your experience at LBS that helped you perform as a product manager. I think. <laughs> no, well, I, I think that the, the people skills part. The people skills, yeah. Okay. Because, at least in my experience during the MBA, a lot of it is dealing with very strong personalities mm, mm -hmm. in your study group, in your uh, stream, in different things along uh, the way during the MBA. Yeah. Uh, you're dealing with a lot of very strong personalities and very smart people as mm -hmm. well. And you need to kind of figure out what's the best way of getting the best out of each one. Yeah. Which I think is kind of like a similar dynamic that you have during your study mm. group, for instance, which is uh, the I people see. that you spend the most time with. Yeah. So I would say probably the people skills were the mm -hmm. the thing that I got the most that it's helping me today. And kind of how to manage politics and that sort of thing that is inevitable mm -hmm. in, in any working environment. I think that that has also mm -hmm. been super helpful. Okay. What about what didn't you learn or what things you need to learn on the job? The technical skills. The technical skills. Yeah, because mm -hmm. even if you don't need the like the super hardcore technical skills, yeah. Because you're not going to be programming yourself. Yeah. That that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. You have you like the bare minimum is that you need to have an educated conversation with someone who is really technical. Yeah. So for for you to be able to do that, you need to understand their same language. So mm -hmm. for instance, I in my case, I had to learn about uh, React Native, what is React Native, how mm -hmm. it works, uh, relational databases, AWS, RDS, or these kind of things, all these kind of tech stack that we use. Yeah. I, uh, the, the bare minimum or the basic thing that I need to do is learn how they work. Mm. Right? So that part of, of uh, yeah. the more, more technical knowledge I didn't get from LBS I because see. It's, it's not part of the MBA. It's, yeah. You're not going to an MBA to learn how to do Python. Absolutely. It's, it's, not the, mm -hmm. it's not the purpose of it. Okay. But in this kind of work, and specifically I would say for a product manager working in a software company, mm -hmm. which is ultimately what a digital bank is, yeah. you need to know how software is built. Exactly. Otherwise, it, it's really difficult. Okay. So just to recap on that, actually a lot of people were asking about this question. You need to have a technical background or software engineering um, or programming um, background to become a product manager. So is it true or false? I, I wouldn't say you need a technical background, but you need to have a technical curiosity, mm -hmm. which I think is different. Technical you, you need to be interested in how the stuff works behind the scenes and how software is made, how yeah. software is deployed, mm -hmm. how do you build a program, those mm -hmm. kind of basic things. What is a, a developer's environment? What is a stand-up meeting between uh, developers? Mm -hmm. What's a Scrum? What's uh, Agile? That sort of things. Yeah. 
you don't need to get the technical background to kind of understanding. Mm -hmm. You don't need to get a computer science degree to be able to have a, a, a conversation around it. Mm -hmm. As long as you are curious enough to go by yourself and mm -hmm. take a course on Udemy, yeah. uh, learn stuff in Wikipedia, like I think Wikipedia has been my best friend so far in terms <laughs> of uh, learning uh, yeah. stuff around product mm -hmm. manager. And I would say the also the other problem around what sort of technical skills you need to get is that Product management as a, as a discipline is not defined mm -hmm. yet. It's not like being a mechanical engineer, which is my, my training yeah. during university. Like mm -hmm. there's a very set, um, like a very defined set of things that you need to learn to become a mechanical engineer. Yeah. You need to know about materials, you need to know about physics, you need to know about um, dynamics of uh, strengths, forces, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Here, it's all dependent on the job. It, it's very different to be a product manager at a company like Pro Procter & Gamble, where yeah. you'll be doing different side type of product management compared right. to Facebook or mm, Google or a software company, which is, yeah. I wouldn't say entirely different, mm -hmm. but the background or the technical background that you need to have, it's fairly different. Okay, I see, perfect. Well, let's um, shift to a different um, different angle. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people out there are interested in hearing more about getting a job in London, for example. Mm -hmm. So for international applicants, and you come from Mexico, um, how was your process in securing a post-MBA opportunity in London for you? The difficult part about getting um, a job abroad, and I think this, this is dependent on the country that you're trying to apply. I think my experience would have been completely different if I tried to, to get a job in the U.S. Mm -hmm. in the U.S. compared to here or yeah. uh, somewhere else. But at least in London, at least in the U.K., I think the main hurdle for, for you to getting a job that, that allows you to stay is the, the visa sponsorship. Mm -hmm. And you, you need to be applying to a company that is big enough that they are, they are able to, to sponsor your visa. Mm -hmm. Because the problem is, I was looking, for instance, after the MBA, um, staying at a startup or moving yeah. to another startup, mm -hmm. and very few startups actually um, sponsor you for, for your visa. Because yeah. if you think about it, it's they need to get a certificate to be able to do that. They need to pay for the sponsorship, which is an expense. You're mm -hmm. a startup, you don't have that much money. You need to have someone in-house to kind of manage the whole process, maintain the license, mm -hmm. which is, again, another part of complexity that if you're a startup you probably don't mm -hmm. want or it's not worth worth the effort yeah unless you have a significant pool of people who are actually under the same circumstances yeah so aiming for a bigger company i think is the biggest uh, mm -hmm. you maximize your your chances of uh, of getting into or staying in in a job in the country mm -hmm. i see okay so last question um before we go to the mm -hmm. rapid fire questions yep. um what is one advice that you would give for mba applicants who wanted to get into product management who want to get into product management mm -hmm. i think the most important part it's get an internship in product management because mm -hmm. Product management is one of those areas where most companies have uh, unrealistically high expectations about the candidates that they get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it's really complicated to, to kind of break in. For instance, when I was looking uh, for jobs around the, the field after the MBA, all of them asked for like at least five years of experience in product management, at mm -hmm. least 
successfully launched two products into the market. Like, mm. And it was a mid-senior role. Who has that? Yeah. Unless you have been working in product management since you left university, yeah. it's very unlikely that you have that, that, yeah. that sort of uh, experience. And it's quite a new discipline as well. So exactly. expecting five years of experience. It's <laughs> and successful launches and exactly, that sort of thing. Yeah. Like I think it's... Mm-hmm. But, Unfortunately, most companies do that. So yeah. the hurdle is really, really high. And mm-hmm. the problem as well is that a lot of people want to get into the field and therefore yeah. it's very crowded, it's very demanded. Mm-hmm. So I think the best chance of maximizing your, your shots of actually getting a product management role after graduation is to have the product management role before graduation. Mm, so okay. kind of get an internship into a product management company. Yeah. Uh, I would say prioritize a company that values your intellectual capacity rather than experience itself. Mm. Like if it's a company that's uh, putting too much pressure on your experience of what you've done before and that sort of thing, I think that's not the right place for someone who is coming out of the MBA. Mm -hmm. I think it's better to prioritize a company that is valuing more your capacity of solving problems. Like if you're you're a really good problem solver, Mm -hmm. chances are that you're going to be a really good product manager in general. Okay. I would say go for that, get the internship, mm-hmm. and then carry on after the MBA through that same internship, or use that internship as the first experience that you know to say, like, I have yeah. done it before. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. That You're was welcome. really good advice. So, uh, time for rapid fire questions. Okay. I'm going to ask you five questions, and you're gonna, you don't have time to think. Okay. All right. The first answer there. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, Mexico City or London? Mexico City. Google or Amazon? Amazon. LBS or INSEAD? LBS, of course. Big tech or startup? Startup. Okay. Well, actually, four questions. Thank okay. you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you, Alfredo, for coming to our podcast today. And see you next time. See you. Bye.